0: Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi guys, how you doing? It's Nicole coming to you from chilly Chicago. (laughs) So the deal is, is that um, every morning I watch Andrew Womack and there's some other shows that come on before that I kind of have on in the background. And there's this one Christian um, fitness show that's on and uh, they had some pastor on there and they were answering questions and one of the things they were saying was that, if you have unforgiveness, it could send you to hell. And that actually made me very upset hearing that because it is not the truth. I'm sorry, but it is not the truth. And so I want to dive into that a little bit because the deal is is that um, if I had heard somebody on TV say that years ago, when i was in the bondage to fear and anxiety and bipolar disorder and they told and they said unforgiveness sends you to hell and i was just processing everything related to sexual abuse um, that happened to me as a child that was causing all kinds of havoc because i was a mother and i just could not picture that happening to my child but it happened to me and I had to, you know, heal from all of those uh, wounds, basically. So if I had heard that back then, I would have been like, oh my goodness, not only am I dealing with all of this and didn't ask to be sexually abused, by the way. Um, and I had to, it, it was a process to forgive. Uh, and so um, if I had heard that, it would have sent me to the psych ward, basically, because I would have been like, oh my gosh, I I don't know if I've forgiven everybody. Like I think I have, but I still get upset when I think about being sexually abused and what that has caused and done in many areas of my life. So not just the sexual abuse, a lot of other things combined. And you guys have heard me share my story. So when I heard that, I just wanted to scream through the TV screen, you guys need a revelation of grace. And I mean, I don't mean to be, um, you know, we all have certain revelations and that's what I believed. But when you are on a TV program and you are spreading this, to millions of people that is going to fill them with fear that's what makes me passionate upset and angry to be honest with you and so I just wanted to share with you a little bit today I'm not going to do it like you know from like some major theological seminary view I'm just going to point-blank give you a few scriptures and paraphrase some things that I've studied on this, but it is, you know, if someone believes that uh, there is a certain sin that sends them to hell, um, it will cause fear. And and so here's the deal. Um, where do I even start? <laughs> uh, basically, I'm just going to start here. When Jesus went to the cross, he forgave us past present and future sins and we when we believe in him it is appropriated in our lives but he did it for the entire world but you have to believe in order to receive and receive the benefits and you have to believe because that's when christ comes to live in you and so you have perfect righteousness living in you perfect love and the list goes on And so anyway, um, so they were talking about this verse in Matthew 6, 14 to 15, and that's when Jesus was on the earth. And it says, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your father will not forgive your sins now there are certain things that he said under the law now it's not he hadn't gone to the cross yet and so but the deal is is that the law could not change people's hearts and so it's only um christ in us and receiving his life and his love and his righteousness and everything along with it when we receive that we're able to forgive no problem. (laughs) So um, the deal is, is I'm going to go through this. Now, listen, I want to say this up front too. And by the way, in James, it says that if you break one law, you break them all. So which law is it that would send you to hell? I mean, like if it's not just unforgiveness, it would be everything if that was the truth. Because even anything without faith is sin, like fear is sin, okay, according to the word. So the deal is, but but the Father has given us tools to help us and his perfect love casts out all fear. And And sin is just, the Greek means missing the mark. Okay, so we tend to complicate it and all these things, but it all comes from um, just believing a lie in an area of our lives. So, but, you know, so, okay, I'm like, where do I even go with this? So, Jesus forgave us past, present, and future sins. And so... The deal is, this was in Matthew 6, 14 and 15, this was before Jesus went to the cross. Oh, and this is what I was going to say before I get into some scriptures showing us our total and complete forgiveness. Um, Unforgiveness is not good, okay? I'm not condoning to stay in unforgiveness. You know, we have all wronged people and we've been wronged. And if we stay in unforgiveness and bitterness, it will affect our health. It's like I saw, I heard somebody say this expression one time, something like unforgiveness is drinking a poison and expecting the other person to die from it. It's It basically harms you. So the Father wants us to be free from offense and unforgiveness. But the way of it, the strength of sin is the law, 1 Corinthians 15, 56. So the more you preach the law and say, you got to forgive people or you're going to go to hell. If you have any unforgiveness, you're going to go to hell. That is not the way to do it. The way to do it is to share the true gospel with people, the love of Jesus and how loved and how forgiven they are and then they will want to forgive people because when you realize how forgiven you are, um, forgiving people is a fruit and loving people is a fruit and it doesn't come by a list of do's and don'ts, you know, and so, um, and here's the deal too, we receive eternal life based on what jesus did at the cross salvation is not a work if it was based on us confessing or uh every or being you know completely free from unforgiveness then it would be based on our works and not the work of jesus and so i'm going to get into 1 john 1 9 a little bit too um, as we go along here but Uh, Forgiveness is a free gift from Jesus. When we believe in Jesus, we are completely forgiven. Thank you, Jesus. Salvation is a gift from Jesus. It is not earned. And all those scriptures, and I didn't have time to look them up, and I'm not going to do it now, but I used to be petrified as a child, and also as an adult, when I was going through the bipolar stuff on the scriptures that said that if you, um, you know, drunkenness, and I forgot the sins. Honestly, I forgot the sins they listed in there. But if you were doing those, you would not inherit the the kingdom of God. And I was like, oh my goodness. Well, how do you measure that with a person? Like, If they get drunk for the 50th time then they don't go to heaven like how do you even measure that you can't and I heard a teaching and it might have even been Andrew Wamek I can't remember who it was but basically said if you're living in all that destructiveness and you know alcoholism and drug addiction and the list goes on anger that you are not going to be uh, living like you were created to live. You're not going to be experiencing the peace and the joy that comes from the kingdom of God in you, Christ in you. You're not going to be experiencing heaven on earth if you're continuing to live in self-destruction. And so... um, when i heard that i'm like that makes sense (laughs) because i have listed these scriptures all the time on the healing journeys but i'm going to list them again because it's important that we understand this because you know what? Grace is a license to win, not a license to sin. And when we know who we are in Christ and how loved and how cherished and how forgiven and how righteous and how healed and the list goes on, we don't want to go out and sin. We don't want to go out and do those things. So that's the deal. And anybody who uses it as an excuse doesn't have a true revelation of grace. Um, So, uh, well, Proverbs 17.9 here says, I'm going into something, whoever would foster love covers an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. So, unforgiveness can be um, damaging to relationships. So, we don't want to live in unforgiveness and offense so we have to understand wait a minute we are loved and we are forgiven now that's not condoning things again i've said it a million times i believe in boundaries trust me i do um but it if you stay in that it's destructive for your relationships as well and you're not able to forgive people so um I am going to read, and by the way, it is absolutely impossible to confess every sin. I remember when I used to try to do that, I couldn't remember all my sins, so I would say, and, and, and just forgive me of all the other ones I don't remember. I mean, does that make sense? Does that bring peace? No, it doesn't. It brings torment. Um, but 1 John 1.9 says, you know what? I was going to look this up here and i'm going to do it because i want to read something else that if you if you saw my desk right now oh help me jesus we have a lot of things to prepare for the move but one john one nine hold on one second because i want to um look up i want to read something else from here okay 1 John 1, 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Now, um, so in the deal, in, the, in 1 John, he starts the chapter by what was from the beginning, what we have heard. And he was coming against some false doctrine in this letter. And so one, and then it goes down to 1 John 1, 9, but in chapter 2, it says, my little children. So he was writing to believers at this point, my little children, I am writing writing these things to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the father and Jesus Christ, the righteous. Hold on one second. There's one area here. I think it's right here. Okay. I'm just going to go all the way down to uh, 1 John 2 12. I am writing to you, little children, because your sins have been forgiven you for his name's sake. So, why would he write, if you confess your sins, you're forgiven? But in chapter two, he's saying, you have been forgiven. So it's important to know, and what I've heard preached, and I'm not going to get into some theological thing here, but basically, one John one nine people believe that I have studied that that is really about the born again experience. So, you know, when you believe in Jesus, when you confess Jesus as Lord, you know, you become born again. And and so basically, after that moment, the Holy Spirit convicts you of your righteousness, not your sins. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's, it's the born again experience. And then chapter two is saying you're already forgiven. And so let's look at some other scriptures in here. Jeremiah 31, 34, this is talking about the new covenant that we are under. Uh, For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. Now, does it add on there only if they confess each and every one? No, it doesn't say it on there. We need to know that. Isaiah 43, 25, uh, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. Now, who wants us to remember our sins? The enemy, the accuser. But God says, I don't remember your sins anymore. Jesus took care of it at the cross and gave you the gift of righteousness. You are in right standing with God. You, um, There's no barrier as a born again believer between you and him. It is finished, it is done, and we need to know that so that we can live free in fellowship with him, in relationship with a good daddy knowing that he's not mad at us and he's not disappointed in us and he loves us and he's cheering us on and he knows that we will struggle from time to time, but he wants to help us and he's not condemning us and he knows the root behind why we do things and he wants to help us get to the other side. He doesn't want to condemn us and say, you're going to hell. No, (laughs) he's a good daddy, and that's the thing. We need signs that say, instead of saying, repent or go to hell, we need signs that say, Jesus is madly in love with you. You are forgiven and loved and cherished, and if you were the only one on the earth, Jesus would have went to the cross for you. Just believe on him today. I mean, that's how you get people into the kingdom. Sorry, but there you go. Um. Isaiah 1:18 says, "Come now, let us settle the matter," says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow; though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. So basically, we've, you know, I do this illustration, and I did it way back when we started these um, YouTube's. But I took a red piece of paper and a white piece of paper. And I said, the red piece of paper represents our sins. And the white piece of paper represents the blood of Jesus. and it and it goes over the red. and and so you cannot see it anymore. So that's what I would do. I would place the red, and that's who we are in Christ now. We are white as snow. We are forgiven. We are righteous. But then sometimes I'll hold hold up a pink piece of paper mixing the red and white for for many believers who don't understand that they're completely forgiven because of jesus past present and future sins that is good news so if the enemy tries to come in and accuse you you picture that white piece of paper over you 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 picture that check mark that tsa check mark i sometimes say that too you have the check mark of approval over you you are approved of because of Jesus. Ephesians 1, 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Hebrews 10, 17 says, Then he adds, Their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. Say it with me now. No No more. No more. No more no more not some of the time you know here and there it's no more and that is good news colossians 1:13 to 14 says for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins and the last verse i'm going to read and there's many more by the way Psalm 103, 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So one of the reasons I'm sharing this is because if unforgiveness is a sin, we are forgiven of all sins. So unforgiveness is not going to send you to hell. Now, it could cause some consequences and relationships and that kind of thing. But we have to understand the only thing Um, eternal life comes from believing in Jesus. That is it. We don't have to earn it. It's not about our works. It's all about Jesus and what he did for us. And if if we're subconsciously wondering, am I saved? And I minister to people like that, where the enemy will try to come in and tell them, you're not born again and you know what if you believe in jesus you're born again so you know what he's a liar he's trying to get you into fear and torment and yes you may struggle with some sin or you know destructiveness but you are not a defective christian you are a loved new creation in christ the old has gone and sometimes it's still renewing that mind to who we are in christ which is a process and no one has fully arrived in that (laughs) we fully arrive when we're when we're with jesus forever Um, but i'm continuing to still renew my mind but when i found out that my sins were forgiven past present and future i'm telling you right now it changed my life. I was blown away. It caused me to fall deeper in love with Jesus, and now I see it all over the Word, all over the Word of God. Now, if uh, confessing sins was the the way to be forgiven, then Paul did us a disservice. Who wrote two thirds of the New Testament? And is not telling people to do that. Instead, he's reminding people, "You are forgiven. You are forgiven." And when you know that, you will live. You will live holier on accident than you ever could on purpose, like Andrew says. So he reminds them who they are in Him. You know, when they're struggling with different things, and so. Um, I just want I'm just praying that this brings peace even if it's to one person it's all worth it because the father wants you to know that you are forgiven and you are loved and you are forgiven of all sins you you are um, a new creation in Christ you have eternal life and now Christ in you is eternal life (laughs) And, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, when you hear people say on TV that you're not saved or you're going to hell or you're doing this. And you don't have to worry about that because you are forgiven past, present and future sins. And the Father wants you to know that. So I encourage you to just continue to focus on his perfect love for you which casts out all fear you are loved you are safe with him he wants you to know that you are safe with him you know and you are loved I mean he's a good father he's not out to get you I remember hearing this famous well she's known some of you may know her but some of you would wouldn't um, I'm not even gonna mention but this minister was giving um, A teaching one time and she was talking about when she became a new believer, people were telling her like they there was some one of their friends broke their leg and somebody told her, well, God broke his leg to teach him a lesson or whatever it was. And she was like, well, I I'm scared of that God, which hello, who wouldn't be? who wouldn't be so if you feel like god is out to get you all the time he causes bad things to happen he's examining you to see if you have any unforgiveness because he's got that eraser he's gonna take you out of the book of life you don't have to worry about that in christ you are safe and secure you have a good daddy who loves you i don't know how your earthly father was but I just want to encourage you your Heavenly Father adores you you were the child he always wanted he will take care of you he will love you he will cheer you on he will help you to renew your mind to the truth he will remind you who you are in him he will remind you that you are an overcomer that you are a precious child of God and he will not kick you out of the family so why don't you just say with me thank you father for being my good father thank you father for loving me thank you father for being my safest place and my best friend so i hope that encourages you guys um, as you go throughout your day today remember you have a good father Who is loving spending the day with you every minute of the day, talking to you, loving you, helping you, and he's not out to get you. The only thing he's out to get you on is that you get a hold of how much you are deeply loved. And with that, I believe that he pursues us with a passion so that we know how much we are loved because it changes every area of our lives we hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching thank you for listening to the healing journeys today podcast and don't forget you can find us live on facebook and youtube seven days a week if you would like to donate please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com isaiah 53 5 says and by his stripes we are healed. God bless you.